Welcome to The Breakroom Balladeer, the series where I interview small business owners and professionals and then write a song inspired by their story and their industry. Today, I speak with Jillian Jones, a certified divorce financial analyst, and release my song, What's After. Enjoy the interview and the music. It's The Breakroom Balladeer. Hey everybody, this is Jeremiah Craig. Welcome to another episode of Breakroom Balladeer. Today I am with Jillian Jones of Supportive Divorce Solutions. And this is a really interesting Breakroom Balladeer episode for me, just because uh, I haven't really experienced anything regarding divorce in my life. Mm -hmm. And it's a very strange thing to approach uh, for me because everything around it just seems negative every time you approach it with somebody uh, or hearing stories about it but really that's not always the case right? right absolutely I mean you think of divorce it's something that no one wants to talk about um, you know even with people's family members their best friends if they're thinking about a divorce or going through a divorce it's like a hush hush hush, hush topic like mm-hmm. oh we don't talk about divorce no one can get divorced Yet almost 50% of the population, those that get married, of course, end up divorced. And it's a major, major life changer. Um, Financially, which is what I do, you know, I'm I'm all about the finances, a certified divorce financial analyst. It's probably going to be the biggest financial change of your life. Mm -hmm. Yet you're not talking about it and getting support from friends or family members or mental health counselors. You might not even be considering going to an attorney or a mediator and trying to do it on your own, which I don't recommend. Um, And the reason why I'm here is because um, through my financial planning practice, I was seeing all of these women that were going through a divorce or recently divorced, some maybe even 20 years ago, and they were not getting any help with the finances. The mediator can't do that. They shouldn't do it. The attorney, they know the law. They shouldn't be talking to you about finances. Yet, it's the biggest financial change that you're ever going to go through. Right. So you need that advice. You need that support. You need to know what's going on and get some education on it. Because the rest of your life, the rest of your children's life, is going to be dependent on how everything shakes out before you sign on that dotted line. So uh, I created Supportive Divorce Solutions so that I could provide that to people that are in need. And I hope there's hundreds and thousands of me in 10, 15 years that, you know, you don't go through a divorce without a certified divorce financial analyst. Because right now I think it's crazy to go through one without one. So I, I hope it's the norm um, as as we go, you know, through this process. Do you find that the money end of it is sort of the secondary <clears throat> thought process that takes people by surprise when they go through divorce? It's just like, all right, I need to end this relationship uh, and let's move on with our lives but then this financial just hound ends up following them throughout the process is that sort of overwhelming for them in a surprise I, yes it's very overwhelming so number one a lot of times people want to get a divorce and they should be divorced but they don't think they can because of the finances okay so a lot of times when people come to me they're getting their ducks in a row or finding out can i even get a divorce what happens with child support 
what happens with spousal support and a lot of them are basing it on you know what their neighbor did or what happened to their mom 30 years ago or even what their current you know husband and or wife i do have men as clients as well is telling them which it's probably you know they're probably not telling you good information if it's your soon-to-be ex-spouse so um we clear a lot, clear up a lot of things that uh, really aren't true, or it's just changed. The law changes all the time, um, and then when they're going through the divorce, what I see a lot is they think their attorney does everything. And yes, you can absolutely get a divorce just with an attorney, just with a mediator, um, just doing it on your own. Which again, I don't, I don't recommend doing ever get 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 some counsel. Um, but again, the attorney doesn't know the finances and they're not looking to have a malpractice lawsuit on their hands either. So, you know, I'm, I, I'm registered. Um, I'm able to talk about investment accounts. I'm able to talk about retirement. Um, I can certainly talk about child support and spousal support. And there's a lot of back and forth, you know, even in mediation, litigation with an attorney, back and forth, back and forth, we need to make a deal. Well, there's things that you want, there's things that your soon-to-be ex-spouse wants, and a lot of times both of you want certain things for the children. So how are we going to get there? And that's where I go back to everyone's needs for what life looks like after the divorce and everyone's wants. So I'm able to create strategies that oftentimes are good for the ex-spouse as well on how we can divide everything up so you're not going to have penalties, you're going to avoid taxes. But the most important part, before you sign on that dotted line, you're going to know what the rest of your life is going to look like. You understand all of it. You can see it. And something you can't put on paper is that sense of not worrying anymore. I'm going to be okay. My children are going to be okay. And depending on what type of divorce it is, a lot of people want to know that their ex-spouse is still going to be okay too financially. You know, yeah, they're ending their relationship, but oftentimes it's somewhat amicable. You know, they want them to be able to go on and, and live their life and, um, you know, when they're with the children, be able to take care of them financially, of course, too. Mm -hmm. So this sounds like it's very black and white. It's finance. It's almost cold, but it doesn't have to be like that, right? I mean, right. that's part of what you bring to it as we were talking before we started recording is that it, it can also be like a counseling thing. It doesn't have to be, here are the numbers, uh, good luck. Yeah, what yeah. other parts do you sort of bring to the experience um, on top of the finance? So on top of the finance, I'm I'm really big on there's so many other people that should be or can be involved. So, uh, for example, when someone comes to me, they might not have an attorney yet. I have attorneys that are vetted, that treat my clients really well, that have that soft touch and aren't so much... I'll take care of everything. Don't worry. You're going to be just fine, which happens a lot, especially to women. Like, don't don't tell me everything's going to be just fine and you're handling it. This is the rest of my life and my children's life. I'd like to know what's going on and why. Many other professionals, I'm not going to name them all. I mean, it's it's everything's changing in divorce, but realtors are often needed. So I have vetted, trusted realtors, whether you're selling your house, buying a new house, you just need to know how much it's worth because you need to know that for the divorce. I always say you need an attorney, um, you need a certified divorce financial analyst such as myself, 
And I really, really encourage people to get the emotional support that they need, which is a counselor. So if they don't already have one, I have vetted counselors that are going to be able to help you emotionally through you know this process. And that's really hard because there's so much going on. And you know, I just want to be able to take care of my kids as best I can. I'm so worried about them. Well, if you're not mentally healthy and strong as much as you can be during a divorce, you're not going to be able to make really sound financial decisions um, and legal decisions that your attorney's helping helping you with. So if, if you're as best as you can be during this hard time and getting that that support from the counselor that is a professional and knows what they're doing, and sure you have friends and family helping you too, all the other decisions are gonna be so much easier. And I'm gonna take that financial burden that you have, I'm gonna educate you on what you need to know. We can do as little or as much as you know they wanna do and so they can say, I am informed, I understand what's going on. I understand that I have choices. It's not just what my attorney's gonna tell me, it's not what my ex, soon to be ex-spouse is telling me is gonna happen. Jillian has explained everything that's happening, why it's happening, and we take off little chunks at a time, so it's not as overwhelming, and then they can see what after the divorce is gonna look like. Other professionals that are gonna be needed, um, they could range from, uh, you need a new property and casualty agent because you're not going to be on your, your spouse's car insurance anymore. Health insurance is huge. A lot of people don't want to get a divorce because they don't think they're going to be able to afford the health insurance. And that's not the case. Again, it goes back to the finances to begin with. And then I'm introducing my, my clients to those vetted professionals that are going to be able to assist them. Mm -hmm. So it's really, you got you to come in and you got to get the information. And then you're able to make those informed decisions that you feel good about while you're going through the divorce and certainly after the divorce. Wow. It seems like there's a lot of information there and you have the experience to know all of the little details. I don't want to get too personal if you're not comfortable with it, but did something like this happen to you that made you want to get into this line of work? That's a really good question. So I am asked that sometimes, you know, did you go through some horrible divorce yourself? And and no, I, I've never been married before, so I haven't been divorced, but I was engaged. I was with a man for six years. We, you know, did our career thing. We got the big, beautiful home together. Um, and we had our plan. We wanted to get a lot of things accomplished and get my MBA done. And he was moving up the corporate ladder in his career. So we had the, the house with literally a picket fence. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we had the dog whose head went through the picket fence when he was chasing a rabbit. <laughs> and it just, it got to a point where I didn't want to move forward and get married. We hadn't been engaged for that long, but we were following the plan for our careers and for ourselves and we called it off. So I didn't have to go through all the legality that someone has to, but there were quite a few things financially that we had to work through. Um, and so it was a good thing and a bad thing because legally there were certain things that he couldn't have or I couldn't have, but also because we were not married, we had to work things out completely on our own. And, and they did work out fairly well, but we had been sharing finances for four years at that point. Um, and so it was very, very, very similar to a marriage. Um, I've always been pretty financially independent. That's just the way I was raised, regardless of whether I'm with somebody or not. Mm -hmm. And um, before supportive divorce solutions, and, and still right now, my secondary business as a financial planner, concentrating, on, concentrating excuse me, on retirement income planning, um, 
has always put me in a, a good position to, to know what I'm doing or what I want to do. Um, but I've been in some relationships that were very difficult. So um, just to share a little bit about the past, I'm certainly not going to name any names or exactly when it happened in my past. Um, but I found myself in some abusive relationships. And I understood abuse as someone hits you. So a man hits me. That means he's abusing me. The type of relationships, um, I was in two different ones. Um, one was, was fairly severe. Um, it started out emotional. Um, and I didn't really understand what emotional abuse was or psychological abuse. So I wasn't being financially abused. I wasn't being um, physically abused, which is what I understood abuse to be. Mm -hmm. And it just, it started off really, really, really slowly. They were charismatic, wonderful people with great jobs. Um, you know, from the outside, they were wonderful, beautiful people. Um, so that was very confusing too. It's not what you picture when you're thinking about an abuser. And yes, there were red flags, like my gut, um, would tell me something's off, something's wrong, but they were so good at being an abuser, I guess you could say. Um, they slowly just pulled me in and pulled me in further and further and further. So when I look back, um, you know, now that's, that's in the past and I got my own counseling, um, and, and of course I'm able to take my clients to the right places too, because many of them are being abused or, you know, have been abused. Um, it was a time where everything was very, very, very fuzzy. And once I got out of what I call the cloud, I was able to see everything as it was happening, mm -hmm. I guess you could say. Um, but I was lucky in a sense because I didn't depend on them financially. I wasn't married to them yet. I didn't have children with them. It gets so much more complicated once that's happening and you really feel like you don't have an out. So I know what that feels like. I've been through it, um, but I haven't been through it personally um, with a marriage or with children. So I think I can relate to a lot of my clients that, you know, whether it's sexual abuse, physical abuse, emotional abuse, financial abuse, a lot of times it's coupled, two things are coupled together. Um, I, I know what they're feeling and I know how to get them help. Sometimes we have to back up a little bit. Sometimes, especially in a physical situation or if it's starting to come down to the children, we kind of put the brakes on and I get them the help they need within the community that they're living and we get ready to start the divorce so that they're in a safe place, their children are in a safe place, their pets are in a safe place, might be storing some money away because they're controlled financially so much. So when we need to put that in motion, they know that it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. Gonna be really, really hard, very hard, but they're gonna be okay. So people will come to you to plan out their divorce ahead of time to save money and, and prepare for this uh, mm -hmm. event. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I, I have clients where, um, you know, a year ago they came to just see what would happen if I got divorced or if I wanted to get divorced. And a lot of things can happen, right? You know, so you have to make quite a few assumptions, but just explaining some of the basics. And, and every state is different. Um, every state operates by a different law. And even by county, it can be different depending on what judges there are. Um, I won't get into that right now, but knowing all those nuances is very, very helpful. Mm -hmm. So they'll come to me, um, what's divorce gonna look like? How do I prepare for it? I always say the earlier you can get to me, the better. Now, it doesn't mean that if you're supposed to be signing your d divorce paperwork tomorrow, you shouldn't call me or, or you know, maybe you should put it on hold. But the earlier we can have a conversation, the less mistakes are going to be made. The more professionals that you need to get to, you're going to get to. Um, and it just, it's just going to work out better. So we, we can start at ground zero and work our way up. And again, that emotional aspect and all of that stress 
let's just start, you know, getting some of that, those misconceptions. Let's just squash them right away instead of carrying them around. I'll tell you what the facts are. I'll tell you the different ways it could go. And then you start making decisions for yourself and for your children, if children are, are, are still in the picture, so that you feel, feel good about it. Mm-hmm. You know, you might be getting divorced for a few months. It might take a few years. Um, that depends on a lot of things as well. Um, and I, I do find that uh, sometimes people can be hesitant because, um, you know, they're already paying for a mediator or they're already paying for an attorney and, and money's really, really, really tight. So how am I going to pay for another professional like a certified divorce financial analyst? My job is to make sure that during the process that you know what your budget looks like, for example. That at the end of the process, for the rest of your life, you're going to have a certain amount coming in, which is probably going to change whether you're paying support or not paying support. It's going to look different year to year. And what's going out and what's coming in is going to match up or, you know, even better, you're going to be able to still save for retirement, still take the kids on an annual vacation. Um, And when you don't have someone advocating for you, because I'm an advocate, when you don't have someone advocating for you financially for what these decisions you make today look like after the paper's signed, mistakes happen. And even with just regular middle-income America, I see a lot of $100,000 mistakes when we're talking about retirement accounts. So you can come to me, and yes, that's an extra upfront cost for the divorce. And you can save so far, um, you know, I've been doing this for a few years, the minimum amount of money that I've saved somebody is $10,000. The maximum amount has been a little over $500,000. Whoa. So, you know, and, and that's when we're getting into bigger retirement accounts, um, especially pensions. Oh my gosh, please, if you're, if you're going through a divorce and there's a pension involved, please call me. You, you don't want just an attorney doing it and you certainly don't want just a, a mediator doing it. We're talking about a lot of money. Um, so, yes, there's upfront cost and, and that can make people a little bit scared, but I'm going to tell you what they are. Um, you know, I do a 20-minute complimentary phone consultation and then we both decide, client and I decide, does it make sense for us to sit down and have an in-person consultation? Then I find out what their needs are, what their wants are, and I'm able to say specifically for you, based on what you need and what you want, this is the time frame that it looks like, this is the cost, and you know what the benefits are from you know doing this investment, and they can make the decision. Wow, that sounds like a great process. Uh, one thing that I've seen online is a nerve a nervous feeling about what's after so there's always a hesitation to go through with this because uh, marriage is supposed to be secure it's supposed to be happy it's supposed to be for the rest of your life mm-hmm. and when you got married that's what you planned on it being right. but then it stops and then what's after so when you work with these people is that something that you discuss with them uh, for their life goals or perhaps hobbies or careers that they weren't thinking about pursuing previously? Yes, absolutely. And that's one of the things that I love discussing the most. So I don't have to discuss it with somebody, but the majority of the time we are discussing that because it's a completely different life afterwards, not just financially a different life, but you might be returning to work. You might be, you know, needing a little bit of extra income for a while. So, um, 
a few people are popping in my head right now. Of course, they're not going to be named, but um, some of them have uh, jobs, you know, during the divorce. They, they've, they've had a, a small job, let's say, and they're going to continue on with that. But they also have passions of small businesses that they've been doing. And what we do is we craft a plan where they're able to dedicate more time towards that small business for extra income. Um, and, and that's part of what life is going to look like afterwards. Um, I've had a, a few women that I worked with several years ago that they still have their, their regular full-time job and they've launched full out side businesses that are probably going to be soon now that, you know, I get to see all of this over the years taking over and they'll be quitting their other job. So, I mean, it's just amazing, you know, whether it's a, a stay-at-home mother or someone that's been working part-time or even full-time, we, we do different shifts for the career. Um, and some of those hobbies actually become businesses. And now they're small business owners. What? I saw you a few years ago and you were had all these bills, didn't know how to pay them because someone else took care of them, which is fine. That's how a marriage works. Someone does this, someone does that. Um, it had no idea what you were doing. So we went from the very, very ground up to you're a business owner a few years later. Now, is that a little bit more, you know, of an extravagant example? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. But it actually happened, and there's everywhere in between. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love seeing. I love seeing this person develop into a completely independent, strong woman. And it's just, it's just magical. It's like a butterfly coming out of the cocoon. Yeah. And I get to be a part of that. That's, that's why I just love what I do. It's so emotional, and it's hard for them. And, you know, it's hard for me sometimes, too. I, I feel their emotions. I feel what they're going through. But we get there. We take it off in bits and pieces. We have other professionals help us when we need to. Um, and it's it's just awesome. Can can you get detailed with one specific example of, say, maybe the one woman who uh, has had the bills being paid, but then she became that uh, business owner. Mm -hmm. I, I kind of want to hear the story with some uh, gory deets if you got. We don't need to have any any names or anything. Right, right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, of course. So this was actually before I started Supportive Divorce Solutions. Okay. She's one of um, the handful of women that really inspired me to do this. So doing my regular financial planning business and I came across um, this woman, we'll, we'll call her Jane Doe. Okay. So I came across Jane Doe and uh, she got in touch with me and my first meeting with her, she told me that, you know, husband had just moved out and that she was going through a divorce. She needed, you know, help with this, help with that. Um, a big part of it was just basics. You know, how do I pay the bills? What am I supposed to do? How much money do I have coming in? Like, I know I get a paycheck. I have a full-time job. Um, but, you know, what's going to be going out? What do, what do I do? Um, and just, you know, crying and completely broken down because it's terrifying. Two little boys to take care of. Um, and, you know, this is a story that I hear all the time now. So um, long story short, um, I was able to help her get through the divorce. She had, you know, attorneys do the divorce for her. There was so much, um, and this isn't just with her, this is everybody. Once the divorce is over, there's still work to do. There, there's still things that need to be done. Um, one of those things um, that very, very, very surprising is retirement accounts are split up. Well, when the divorce paperwork is signed, that doesn't mean that those accounts are split up yet. You still have to do the work to split them up. So for example, with her, we're having a post-divorce meeting. She thought everything was done and taken care of. And the attorney's job was done. They did their job and they were good attorneys, well-known in Rochester. 
No, it wasn't done. We had more paperwork to do, more filings to do, more to do with the retirement accounts so she could get her share of the retirement. Um, so, you know, without her meeting with me, she may have never gotten that retirement money. So, you know, that's a little bit that happened in, in the uh, beginning of the post-divorce. So she had um, hobbies and passions, um, are not so, because I don't want her to be named, um, yoga and art with children. That was a big passion for her. So she started having these classes in the community for, for children. Well, uh, with art, you know, after school during the summer, because she has summers off. Um, speed forward a little bit more, gets a brand new house. Um, she was in one house, moved to another house where she could have the space that was needed um, for th this um, these art classes with the children during the summertime and after school, um, space for yoga as well. Um, and so I think she's been in that house for, oh, maybe, maybe a year now and we stay in touch and, you know, she's referred friends and family to me. I just absolutely love her. She's just a beautiful, beautiful person. So she still has her, her full-time job. She has, um, this small business and, um, you know, it, it's hard to get in with her. I mean, the community loves what she's doing. She loves what she's doing and it's just amazing the transformation that's happened in a few years. So that's um, awesome. And yeah. she's been able to pursue her passions yeah. this way. Oh yeah, absolutely. Pursue, pursue her passions. You know, she said, you know, you're, you're part of my tribe. You've been part of my tribe for a while now. I don't know what I would do without you, but you know what? It, it goes the same way. What would I do? Um, you know, without clients like her, without women like her, they inspire me, you know, her and a few other women, they inspired me to start supportive divorce solutions. And, um, you know, one thing that I, I would like to mention, because people are like, wait a second. You, all right, so you, you have a financial planning business. You, you do that. But then you started Supportive Divorce Solutions. Um, so just to clarify, there's the two separate businesses, financial planning and then Supportive Divorce Solutions. Um, the reason why I started Supportive Divorce Solutions and became a certified divorce financial analyst is because even as an awesome financial planner, financial advisor, there's so much that changes in divorce, so many nuances, so many things that can get screwed up really easily. You need to have the expertise and the knowledge. I have continuous education that I have to do. I wanna do it anyways, but I have to do that to maintain my certification. Um, so even though I, I was and am an awesome financial planner, I knew that I needed more knowledge to really take care of the people that are going through divorce. You need to have that expertise. It's like having a heart problem. Are you gonna go to your general physician and say, hey, can you perform heart surgery on me? Or are you gonna go to a cardiologist and they're going to do the heart surgery? It's not something that you wanna mess around with. Mm -hmm. It's a specialization. <laughs> it's absolutely a specialization. That's right, yeah. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Wow, Jillian, thank you so much for taking this time for the Break Room Balladeer episode. Uh, where can people find more about your services? So I have a website, SupportiveDivorceSolutions.com. On there, you can read a little bit about me, what the process is like. You can contact me from there for a 20-minute complimentary consultation. My phone number is 585 236 2484. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me on Facebook. But if you go to, to supportivedivorcesolutions.com, the phone numbers, the emails, the information, the Facebook link, the, everything, everything is on supportivedivorcesolutions.com.
But you don't just have to be in Rochester, do you? Oh, no, no, no. So, you know, I, I operate out of Rochester and I serve a lot of Western, Central and, and Southern New York State. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I can um, talk to and serve anyone in, in any of the 50 states as a certified divorce financial analyst. Um, I actually uh, have I've had an international case. Um, I've had clients that are out west. I've had clients that are in Florida. So, um, yeah. yeah. Wow. Great. Well, thank you for taking this time with me today. Yeah, thank you. This was so much fun. I really appreciate it. And just being able to get this information out to the public because people just don't know what they don't know. And they don't know that people like me are around. So thank you for helping me get this out to the community. Yeah. And it's all perspective too. So you completely changed my perspective about this whole thing. I hope in a good way. Oh yeah. Without a doubt. (laughs) Excellent. Huge thanks to Jillian Jones of Supportive Divorce Solutions for joining me on this episode of Break Room Balladeer. You can learn more about her at SupportiveDivorceSolutions.com. Now, I want to play you my new song, What's After, which I was inspired to write from speaking with Jillian. So here it is, and you can hear it on Spotify, Apple Music, or whatever streaming service you use. The links are in the description of this episode, or you can search, like I said, on your favorite streaming platform. Thank you so much for listening today, and have a great day. The door opens heavy, and the pen drags dry. have only helped the bubble grow to this size Is it better to burst or continue the hurt from inside Cause there's no telling what's next and no way to check over the rise But the past starts to fade As I close out the chapter The presence of
take this chance and make my loved ones proud and show every possibility. The worst failure fears can't hold me now since I've already shaken free. So watch and let me show you what's after. Out in the sun, excited by the shine. I know I'm never alone, and that this path is mine.